Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Chat of the Wild, Legend of Zelda podcast. In this season, we are playing through The Legend of Zelda Phantom Hourglass. In our last episode, we finished the second dungeon. We made a new fairy friend. Our, we're not really, like, friendly with him, right? Like, it, it is it is purely, like, transactional I at this point, right? Like, this is business. I mean, they seem yeah. pretty happy to help us. Right. We freed them from whatever trapped them and they were like we'll go on whatever adventure you want and you're like great i don't know what i'm doing either so <laughs> they're not fantastic. as overbearing as Chella, at least um okay so uh there there is some optional stuff that we, you can do i want to i want to go ahead and i'm going to put one out of the way at this time neither of the other guys have done this but i figured it's important to bring up there's an island that you can go to on uh the the south or I can't remember which I think it's southeast. It's southeast in the northwest map. Um and if you go on to there, you get on the island and you have no map whatsoever. Uh when you get up to there, uh Chella says, you know, you're probably gonna have to draw your own map and you do. Oh that one. You okay. kinda wanna yeah, you 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 kinda wanna walk outside of the perimeter of it and draw like what you're seeing there and then make any marks that you can of like the stones that are there um it'll make a shape it'll make a fun a fun shape for you and uh there's also a stone there that tells you uh like a riddle basically that's based on a shape i don't want to give everything away i'm going to let everyone sort of figure that out on their own it's context Um, sensitive and it's 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 cute i want to say like once i realized what i was drawing and like the 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 riddle, like when I saw the riddle before, I was like, I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Am I gonna have to like guess what that shape is? And I'm, and as soon as I got done drawing, I'm like, oh, look what that thing is. <laughs> you solve that, then you can go into a cave where there is a big golden frog, and uh, he's the king frog, um, and he's a friend of Osius. He he apparently knows Osius. I don't know how, but he's just like. Oh, you you are an adventurer. You must know Osha's. Me and him go way back. And uh, uh, when he... I think of Osha's, I don't think of adventurer. I think of daddy pants trying to like you know tuck me in for a nap. Like just everyone. <laughs> That's all you, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> now I'm now I feel kind of I don't know. And I'm not cutting it. So uh, what this what this uh, big golden frog god gives us is the Cyclone Slate. That looks like a Game Boy Advance cartridge. Um, and what this does is you can draw. You can just draw on it whenever you want. You bring it up and you can draw on it. But if you know the right symbols and you find these symbols by shooting 
bombs out of your cannon at jumping golden frogs, um, you can quick travel to the different areas of the map. It alleviates a lot because even though this is not a big map, you are very slow. And so any shortcuts you can get that you don't have to deal with fighting monsters and jumping over spike vines or whatever those things are um, is helpful. So you should do that. Uh, another optional thing that we get access to is uh, a bomb game where we've got Brian's favorite guy from uh, yeah. uh, Wind Waker. Yay! Uh, no sound effects, though. No sound clips. Again, Aww. not even a sploosh. Nothing. Um, but It, it will does... be worth it just to see the smiling faces of the children. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he does... He does give us the tutorial through uh, like cardboard cutouts and describing like like barely describing what is happening, but that's how they tell you you need to bl- blow up these targets. Uh, if you beat the high score, which I think is like twenty five hundred, took me like three times to do it. Uh, you get a bomb bag upgrade, so cool. I All think right. it's worth it. I could use that. Yeah, uh, even if you get like just short of it. There's some good prizes, although, again, some of it is that treasure that I still I honestly don't remember what we do with the treasure. There's a uh, guy you can sell it to. Do Eventually. we have that now? Uh, I think it happens here in this. Okay, I don't, I, oh, okay. I don't think I've met him. Um, but it makes sense, I guess. Uh, are there... Do you? Am I remembering correct, correctly? Is there, like, different prices for different areas that you go to? Is that, like, the game... Where you get like it's region specific, like certain regions. Can, I don't I know. Maybe I'm just you've making it up. Been playing too much Moonlighter. Um, eh, not really. <laughs> um, other than that, I mean, th- there, there's still some other optional stuff. None of us did the mermaid stuff, so we haven't done any of the fishing things yet. Nope. Uh, I'm gonna make a point to do that in the next one for sure. It's we can talk right. about it then. I'll get out there and be somebody. What we really need to do on this quest. Let's go back to our, our home base at the Temple of the Ocean King. Yeah. And run through that dungeon again. Start off every episode with a banger. Uh, <laughs> go go do the same thing you did last episode. Uh, but it should be a little bit easier because we have bombs now. So the, there's a couple shortcuts that you can use to get through some of the levels quicker. You don't have to do every single thing. Also, we do find as you go through, you'll find some stuff that's almost like Metroidvania style where you're like, I know I need an item to access that, but Mm -hmm. I can't do that yet. Put it on your Um, map. Yeah, but I don't know what it does yet. I've been marking hookshot for a Mm -hmm. couple of these things because I'm just like, I don't remember if it's that item or not, but it looks like it could be. Oh, I thought it was going to be like a tightrope there eventually. But that's what I'm wondering. You Mm -hmm. do a hookshot and a tightrope connects the two or something like that. Oh. Some kind of projectile, projectile thing. I'm guessing. We're, we'll say for certain in a future episode. But we, we go through all this stuff again and then some. Uh, we, we now have access to like the, the second group of floors in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so these are all fresh puzzles for us. We get introduced you know, to these, these ones little... These not as good. No, because they're, they're annoying because we get introduced to the little sentry eyes. Ah, that they if, they, right. if you get to... I hated them. They're because... The just throw your boomerang um, at him. Knock him out. Trying to guide my boomerang, and then I'm too close to the wall where every time I, I will draw out a thing, and then as soon as Link throws the boomerang, it just bangs against the wall and comes back to me. Mm. Like, no. It's not that easy, Brian. 
Mm. <laughs> it's, it's pain in the ass, but uh, just, yeah, they're not they're not the thing that troubles me the most. No, but it's annoying that you can we we do get the, the ability in this one to dispatch uh some of these dark nuts in a certain way where you can trigger a a, a hole in the ground where they'll fall through. Um we did that in the so, first one, but did we? Yeah. I must have never touched him. Yeah, that was the final room. We needed a key from one of them. Okay. But if this this little sentry eye sees you, it'll respawn them. Which is just annoying. <laughs> um, I didn't realize it, it respawned the dark nuts. What I hated about the sentry eyes is that there's a puzzle that we get to where you have to read slates to understand yes. the puzzle. And one of the slates is cursed. So I killed all the sentry eyes. <laughs> yes, this, that too. Yeah. Yeah, and then this plate just spawns brand new ones. Sp- spawns more than were there Re- originally. Refill. <laughs> multi ball. Multi ball. Jeez. We get. Uh, we also come across a couple rooms that are just like fight these enemies, mm-hmm. which I just don't think fit with this whole thing. No, like the whole it like time it's thing really is, is solving puzzles. Yeah, and then when you do it, you can get access to one of those gold pots that gives you either 15 or 30 seconds extra. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, those are nice. Sure. Like anytime I see them, I immediately want to go and break those and get that out of them. Yeah. But it was just weird. I can definitely see if we had like a, a gauntlet sort of area where, you know, the faster you cleared the room, the more time you got back, that sort of thing. But maybe it's like a separate area and not the main like tower. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the the main thing in this section is what BC was talking about, where you have these six slates that say, fortunately, they're not like real cryptic about it. They just say like, I am number one. I am number three. I am number four. You draw those except on there. The, except and then for there's the first a- one, because there's only four that say they do anything. But the first one says, I am the first one and the last one. You'd be like, oh, if I had skipped that one, I'd be like, well, there's the four. Why isn't the four working? I didn't read that all the way through. Yeah. So I ran into some problems on this where um, I went through all of it, wrote it down, got up to the door, and was like, oh, clearly what they want me to draw is the letter Z. <laughs> and I was like, am I drawing the letter Z wrong? Uh, because I just saw, I, I was just in a hurry, and I was like, all right, this said four. I, I figured it would mark yep. down four, all of that, or first or whatever it was. I almost did that. I see, because I found two and three, and in this room are the little Mulduga Tremor guys, right? And I was ha- I was just done. Well, no, wait. No, no, no. No. No, no, no. Okay, that's something else. But I was I was getting sick of getting caught, getting seen, getting hit, and uh, I was like, I'm just gonna run up to it and guess the first and fourth one. And I just happened to be nearby the first one. I was like, I'll just read it just because I'm here, and it it mm-hmm. mentioned a fifth one. I was like, damn it. I um... yeah. So what? You have to complete the loop. Is, yeah, is the the key to make an hourglass shape. I think my problem here was I figured out that it was the the hourglass shape, but I didn't understand that I had to go up to the door and then it would let me draw on the door. Um, Right. Because it says, if you find the crest, you should be good. And I'm like, okay, 
Where's the crest? I'm looking <laughs> for this hourglass somewhere in this room. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we, we we get up through all of that, um, and then what what we get here? We don't get another map, but what we get is another icon. And uh, to to transfer the icon, we had to do something. BC, did you figure this out? Oh no, I had to look this up. Okay, mm. it's 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 interesting. Like I kind of I think it's I think it's I think it's fun, but also like I don't know I don't know how people that play this on Wii U do it. Um, I wouldn't know how you would do it, Brian, playing on an emulator. There is anyway. a button that you map specifically. To open and close yes. the clamshell. Yes. If they made they they made a mechanic that uses the clamshell design of the system. Yeah. So putting technically it the thing that actually triggers it is putting the system to sleep. Right. So if you play on a 2DS, you could just put the 2DS to sleep. Oh. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Well, that's dumb. <laughs> I just had this thought in my head where like imagine old like uh like the old razor phones, like old flip phones. Imagine if you like had to use it almost like a rotary phone, but just like opening and closing the thing. Like that's how you dial. Like one, two, three. One, two, three, four, five. Like I'm just figuring like what's the mechanic I'm 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 super excited about the play date, getting a crank on there. Anytime there's like a system that's just like this is an unconventional way to control it, I'm like, that's cool. So the fact that they put a mechanic in there that requires you to close the system, I think is neat. But it is also like a very dated thing where if they put this game on other things it's like you can't just do that. I mean, I half the people who played this game who didn't look it up. The people who didn't look it up yes. just went, "All right, I'll come back to this later and shut I can't their figure DS." It out. Yeah. And then come back and they're like, "Oh my god, you got to be kidding me." Is is so cool. is the map the map that they need you to close this on is right there, right? You don't need to switch over to something else, do you? No, you still have to pick the map. Like when you bring up your C chart, you then have to select the right map which of those of the quadrants that you're, you're so using. So if you didn't know that, you could have closed it and been like, I guess that's not the answer. And yeah, so it's really awkward. It unless it's the we'll do this again later too, I'm pretty sure. But Oh, the hint is that it's mirrored, so you're supposed to know, oh, since it's mirrored, I'm supposed to close it. But I was like, this means nothing to me. Mm. So I guess it was a great puzzle <laughs> in that it has a clear solution that I never would have got- gotten. But mm-hmm. They should have shown you this once before. Excuse me. Uh, with this now, uh, we, we know an area to go to, but we have no way to interact with that. If you go there, you're just in the middle of the ocean. There's nothing happening. Uh, but we do get stopped uh, at one of the post boxes where they say the Bob Maker has a new thing. First come, first serve. Mm-hmm. Better hurry. But you're like the only adventurer around here, so no one else goes there. The guy who is like in love with Linebeck's ship, uh, you know, is, is yes. very yeah. nearby the mailbox. And so when you get done with the mailbox thing, you turn. And go over there, and he just grabs you, and is just like, "Did you know that there's a salvage arm?" (laughs) Yeah, that. I wish I had a boat. That dude just told me about it, but uh, thanks, thanks for reinforcing that journey I'm about to make. 
So I do want to mention, yes, we do have the the treasure teller is now open and he will buy your treasure from you. And here here is what I was thinking. The price for the items is different from game to game. And you can trade treasure from one game to the other with different people. Right. So that was the other thing that you can do is you can you can battle each other and you can also trade items with people. Um so so and, it's it's that it's not that it's random, it's that there is a set list of values that each thing could be. And so maybe your Triforce piece is the super expensive thing in your game, but there'll be a corresponding piece in your friend's game or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you want to swap with them. So yeah. you both win. Um, Yeah. What, we go back to the bomb island though, um, and go and talk to the guy, and he's just like, "Oh, you got my letter. You you're here for the salvage arm, huh? You must be a big fan of mine." And he's like, "Let me know how how big of a fan are you? Uh, I want to I want to hear you scream." Um, what? I tried just blowing on it at first, just to see if that would trigger it, and it wasn't enough. It does. Mm. So I just I just whistled. Uh-huh. I, it didn't do didn't do it for me. I whistled. I went ah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I I blew into the microphone because I was doing this in the the middle of the night, and so I didn't want my roommate to hear me yelling incomprehensibly. Ah! <laughs> yeah. At all. Uh, this, this so Brian, the, uh, th- this is oh, go ahead. You well, you had mentioned that you got it down to three hundred. Uh, for for your cost, three hundred so, was yeah, that was it. That was all he said to me. So. Mine was two hundred because oh. apparently mine was louder. Okay, it can go. De- it can be range between two hundred and a thousand, oh. depending on how loud you were. BC, do you remember what you were? I was, was? three hundred as well. Okay, okay, yeah, I win. Yeah, wow, that's weird. Um, yeah, this is the the point where when I was going through uh, old old message board posts looking for a solution to how i get through this game on an emulator uh how i blow the map off in the last episode was people going how do i talk to edo and 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 there's a big long thread about that someone figured out a way God. to map a uh a wave file of a of a, of a, <laughs> of a sports whistle or you know um uh yeah, so to to make that happen every time they, but I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that. So, but someone oh. saved also just dropped a Dropbox link to here's a save state right after Edo, so you can just keep playing the game, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with the salvage arm, uh, at this point, I did have a few treasure maps uh, that I I went and hit them up. And I just kind of regret spending the time on them right now because I was just, I got boat parts and I got a minute's worth of sand, uh, and I don't like the salvage arm mini game. Oh really? So mm. it's just it's been it's finicky because the the controls are down to the very bottom, and my screen I was having issues with it like registering at the very bottom, mm-hmm. and so I would be holding down and it would just let go. And it would screw up my timing on a lot of this stuff. So the way it works is that when we, we start the salvage arm, in Wind Waker, you just do salvage arm. If you're in the right spot, you got it. 
in this one, we get a mini game where we see sort of a, a profile view of the salvage arm going vertically down. And we have we have the ability to control it left and right, and we can tr- control the speed up and down. And there are a bunch of, like, sea urchin, landmine-looking creatures in there that we have to dodge. And there's also bubbles of rupees that we can collect and get rupee bonuses. If, if you go through all that, so it's weird because, like, the only thing that can get hit is the, the claw itself. The chain doesn't, that, that's not your hit. Box. Yeah, yeah. Because as soon as they're off the top of the screen, you can just move to where they would have been, and mm. it, it doesn't matter anymore. And you can only take so many hits, and in order to refill those hits, you do have to go back to a, a dock and pay money to get health back on that, oh, which God. is annoying. Oh, jeez. Um, that sounds yeah, terrifying. So you go down, you find the treasure chest, and then you do the same challenge backwards bringing it back up again and all the creatures move in sort of the an inverted pattern that they did before so if you can remember it you can get through them pretty easily mm. but it's just it, it, again it just you, takes so long man you know, yeah you know for a minute there yeah i thought they were gonna let me just end grabbing it on the bottom you did so, it yeah <laughs> you didn't think it'd be that easy did you it, yeah. This reminds me of like a, a, like on a basic level, like a Game and Watch game, or sure, yeah, or like yeah, a, or like a Mario Party mini game, basically, or so, you know, something like that. It's like the Mario Party mini game where you're like grabbing mm-hmm. coins from the bottom of the ocean, and someone has to reel you up. It felt yeah. just like that. Yeah, yeah. And you're all fighting for for the 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 stuff for the goods. Yeah. If we go to where the icon was, uh, we use our arm there, we pull it up, we get a sun key. It's a sunk sun key, if you will. The sunk, the sunk, sun, 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 sun king. <laughs> and if you remember, there was a door that had a sun on it. I didn't. And so I was like, where am I, what am I supposed to do with this key? And I did have to look it up. Because I, I spent way too much time, like good 45 minutes hitting up every island and then just being like, there's nothing on these things. And then remembering like, I'm going to go, I got to go back to this other one. And there it is. Uh, if we go back to the, the secret uh, hidden stuff on Molita Island, there was that door that we used it on. But before we get onto Molita Island, we are stopped by a giant eye plant. Yeah. So, so. Uh, another thing that's out here that I'd forgotten about are the little jellyfish that you can just hit over and over again. Mm-hmm. And those are fun. Kind of like a game and watch game where you got to keep all of them in the air and they'll, they'll yes, split into yes. two. And then that one will split. I think three is the most that can be on screen, but, um, you got to keep them all juggled. And while that was happening, I was so close to being to the end of the level that when this pirate boat started what started tracking me i was like i'm i'm gonna keep i've got three guys up in the air right now i'm getting rupees i'm about to land who cares that i'm down to one heart bam hit the flower guy oh no and then as soon as the cutscene ended it didn't matter anyway because i I got hit immediately two frames later by a bomb from the pirate and it's like start back where you started from come back here and do it again when when this starts, uh, we're we're told 
it's a weird sort of tutorial style thing where they were like, remember, you have to draw where you're going and you need to draw around them in order to to go back and forth. Um, because if you don't, they will hit you. Mm-hmm. And so you got to bring up your map and you just sort of like scribble a line back and forth, back and forth in front of the thing. You can do it like a curve if you want. No, you did. But I did a line back and forth on it. What did you do? I well, I mean, I did a I did a line, and then it took it took a like you know maybe a, a cycle or two, but then I did a line where it was kind of timed out to where he would be in his vulnerable state, and then a, a big kind of loop to turn around when he was doing his uh, attack, shooting those. Um, they're kind of like Octorok uh, uh, projectiles or whatever. Right. And then and then and then he'd be back to vulnerable say as I as I tracked in front of him again. I just did a yeah. like a half circle back and forth over itself. Mm-hmm. So I I yeah. tried doing like a you know some like taking wide wide loops around him, but I was never close enough to hit the the weak point. Right, uh, I had that the so. first time, and that's why I just did a straight line back and forth as close as I could to it. Shooting things with the cannon is weird in this game. It it. It doesn't always work, but it's got like an arc to it. But it, it, but it works in the arc when it's heading to the spot that you touch. But sometimes it does. It's weird. It 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 doesn't control well. Yeah. Uh so um, after we do that, we can go back onto the island, use the sun key, uh, go through into the and there. There's a temple near the end of this island that if you went onto there, you we had no way to like get to there at this time, but now we can. Uh, at the at the front gate, there is like you know I don't want to call it a riddle, but it's like sort of pitched as one where it's just like when all the statues are facing, the door will open. Um, oh, I and didn't there are read these that. like yeah, there there are these moa head style statue things. That if you hit them, they'll shoot a laser beam out of them. Um, and two of them, it was like, yeah, there you go. You hit them, you go up to them, hit them again, and you can rotate them. And there's one, I'm like, how do I reach this one? And you had to just use your boomerang on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I guess maybe you could chuck a bomb. You can walk over to it. You can walk over to all I of couldn't them. jump over there. I could not. I couldn't jump that Are gap. you talking about the one in the woods? Like the one I guess. The- like the the leftmost one or the most yes. western one? Yeah, I yes. walked yes. over to it. Oh, okay. I don't I don't know how you did it because uh, I, I figured they didn't want you to because it was already aiming, it was already facing exactly. Where when I hit it with the boomerang, uh, I figured I couldn't reach it, and then it was already pointed at a thing, and I had already gotten the other two activated, and I was like, well, I don't. I, maybe once I have all three, I'll be able to see where I'm supposed to point it at. And I was like, oh, the one that I can't reach to turn must be pointing at it's pointing at the door. Okay, that makes sense. All right, let's go. And that brings us into the Temple of Courage. Uh, before we talk about this, we're going to take a quick break. and we get back, we'll beat that temple. With a purposeful grimace and a terrible smile, join Nikki and Wyatt as we stomp our way through the history of Toho's Dai Kaiju films in Discuss All Monsters. Are you telling me we're going to discuss all monsters? We won't stop until there isn't a monster left to discuss. Smash that play button like Godzilla and King Kong smash an 18th century Japanese pagoda. Only on the Greenlit Podcast Network. 
a lot of podcasts with comic book reviews and interviews with some of the greatest creators in the industry, but only one will tell you scientifically what the worst comic book of all time is. And the best. We've been ranking comic book stories for six years. We have a list with over a thousand comics on it, and we're adding more every month. More Rocket Ajax on the Greenlit Podcast Network. So, we're in the Temple of Courage. Uh... This one, I mean, I got, so I've said before on these things, I like when I get lost in dungeons. I got lost in this one. Uh, I had to stare at the map a few times to be like, what is the, how, I, they want, I, I'm going to have to go through here because you can get onto, so when you look at the map yourself, if you're looking on a floor that you are not on, there are things that it just won't tell you. But if you're on it, it will tell you like, there's a boss door right here. Mm-hmm. So you can, you can figure that out but you have to be on the floor there it's just weird because we don't have a compass we don't collect maps we just get the map when we go on there it's just a little obtuse compared to other zelda games it's it's uh it's strange just because this dungeon like i was looking at my map a lot and but not in the ways that you normally need to look at your map for a zelda game and so it's like yay i i like that i'm trying to plan this out it's a completely different kind of planning, but I don't know. I don't know. I will say this is a dungeon. I do want to talk about like some of the individual things too. Uh, I said in the last episode that, you know, some of these dungeons, it's kind of like you just have many quote unquote Zelda puzzles to solve and they just sprinkle them throughout in different areas of the floor. But this one, we had new things. We had original things. We had a returning character that you do a thing with that you don't like, so we get the Poles voice here, the giant bunnies. There it is. And is that why you had your hand raised, BC? Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I was not happy with either of you because neither of you told me that there'd be Poles voices in this. I didn't remember. I didn't think about it until I got in there and they're like, you know, you have a microphone on your Nintendo system, right? You know that that means Miyamoto is going to stick a Poles voice in there, right? I'm like, oh, of course. <sighs> So they're more terrifying. So, so yeah. for people who don't know, as a child, Paul's voices terrified me. Uh, and in this dungeon, they're back and they're giant, and you have to use the microphone to stun them so you can kill them. But mm. the clue just says they're afraid of big, loud noises. So, you know, it's a big, loud noise a bomb. The thing so, that you use whenever you don't have a microphone on your system is the thing that I immediately went to. Yeah, so picture me, terrified of Pole's voices, fighting this giant Pole's voice, and chucking all these bombs, wondering why it won't die. Mm-hmm. That's uh... okay. Right. It was, was four a.m. Four a.m. when I was like, I should text BC see if he's okay <laughs> after I got done fighting them. <laughs> I'm like, I won't do it. I won't do it. It's too late. <laughs> It was terrifying. It because it like gets huge and then like and then it like kind of hops up and then you see underneath it it like has a mouth on the base of it or something. Like like it's gonna eat you like with its butt. Like ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna guess they're gonna be back again. So just th- this is my trigger warning now, BC. I guess. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Jim. Yeah. I I'm glad that my <laughs> most terrified boss doesn't have like a, a 
a, a game like gimmick built around it initially so that like, yeah i don't know uh throughout this dungeon here again i think we get the most um diverse puzzles compared to the other ones uh they still kind of go with the same thing where you'll find a a map on the wall that Mm -hmm. says this is the pattern uh it says something like if you have courage this will be no problem you'll just walk on your own but this map doesn't help or this map this map doesn't hurt you know Mm -hmm. Uh, um yeah leap of faith dr jones but here's a map one thing that i thought was cool is that it says um at one point it's like up up down right left that's the pattern like that is the idea for this dungeon that's the pattern for this dungeon and so there's a couple Mm -hmm. puzzles that are all just up down right left so Mm. and you gotta actually gotta think about it because there's one that we do where there are are, uh, levers to pull and if you're not thinking about it, you're just sort of, you have to go through this little maze to reach them. But if you look at it, it's like they're split up in a way where it's like, yeah, there, there are clearly four different quadrants on each of these. You do them in that order. It, um, if you were in that room alone, you probably, maybe you would have thought that. But because you're in a room with a bunch of bad guys and they don't really give you a chance to breathe and think about the fact that there are four different switches in the room they're like oh yeah that's right i gotta use my my uh my cheat code um then yeah you might not even think about it but uh yeah so we do have one we have one area too that it's just when we get there it just looks like it's a a bottomless pit around us with all these pillars but if you marked out the path you were supposed to go on before you can now your perspective is still kind of off on here. At least I felt that way when I'm telling like Link to go this direction because we're not looking at a uh, exact overhead view of him. There, it's an, an at an angle. So the first couple times I was running on here, I, I had to be like, "Okay, wait, is he is he in front of this pillar? He's where is he exactly on this?" Before I tell him mm-hmm. to move down again, because he has a little uh, link the link head on the map. Mm-hmm above you too but like yeah like kind of like gonna cross reference both of them be like okay what well, uh do i feel comfortable taking a step now they hide some bad guys on that on that path too we also find uh a crystal that we can carry around to activate switches now they do say in this one we only have one crystal it's mm-hmm. a square crystal they do point out that there are different shaped crystals and that will be i do remember puzzles later on where you're juggling multiple crystals of different shapes to put them into right slots to open specific doors because in this one we'll get it and we can use that to open up a door but then once we finish what that puzzle Uh is and get the get the item which is the bow and arrow we then have to go back and take that crystal back out and put it a different thing to move Mm -hmm. forward bow and arrow um notes (laughs) not in this one It, it wasn't that complicated but i Pretty soon, there's going to be multiple different shape stones, multiple different places to put them, and you know you'll once it's done somewhere, you'll have to take it, go put it. Yeah, so we're going to be like, mm-hmm. take notes going forward. Uh, but yeah, so we have the bow and arrow. It works pretty much the way you would think. You bring it up, you point in a direction, he shoots that way. We're also introduced to these things that are kind of like relay points 
that when you shoot your arrow at it, it will then continue your arrow shot in a certain direction. Yeah. If you can hit them with your boomerang or your sword, you can change them at like 90 degrees each time. Um, there's going to be more puzzles with those later on. We don't really have... There, there's one puzzle, but I just could not. So there, there is a a red blue switch that you can hit, but I was playing with it earlier, and I feel like I got myself in a needless puzzle where I was like, I need to figure out how to turn that thing back and then walk back the way I went because I like did something out of order than they intended me to to do. I I feel like the only way you could have done that is if you like went back because. Th- the way the dungeon's set up, every time you go through a certain area, it links back to a central hub, more or less. Uh, and so maybe you went back and like went to that area again after you like linked it to the hub. Because for me, it was just shoot the arrow, it bounces there, and then you can walk through. So. I, I forgot one of Brian's rules of Zelda is always move forward. <laughs> Don't go backwards. <laughs> this one, this one, no. There's... There's not a lot of backward in here. Um, these are, yeah, I haven't, I haven't pulled out the L word yet, but these are pretty linear. Um, the it's it's a maze. It's flat out. You're looking at a maze yeah. on on a, the back of a Di- uh, Denny's kids menu that you're like, I have to go in a. There is there is a set path that I am supposed to go through in all of this here, and it is more so than ever. Uh, going through a maze mm-hmm. and you with, know, with that's, kind that's of a fog of war on it you know you can't necessarily yeah, see kinda. where all the walls go or how to activate part of the walls of the maze or whatever but with uh the with the bow and arrow we now can interact with the eyeballs that are on the walls yeah, yeah. which i'm like you know what <laughs> at this point Let's go. Ba- let's let's do an ocean horde targets instead, man. Like it feels weird to be at this uh, at this point to be like, oh, you got a bow and arrow. Now you can shoot the eyeballs, and they're like, why? Because it's why watching me, this? and it's very uncomfortable. And the sooner it closes its eye, the better. Although in this game, they don't close their eyes; they like squint at you once you shoot them. <laughs> yeah, it it just makes it like every, it'd be great if every time you hit up, they were just like, ouch. Right. <laughs> that was rude. Stop it. That, like a old Rocco's Modern Life episode <laughs> at the at the mall, they were like, "Please poke my eye." Ouch, that hurt. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, there's a few extra treasure chests you can get in here. We do come across the uh, little bouncy rock things that you've hit them. They'll be like, "There are still two treasure chests on here. Do you want to pay me fifty rupees to tell you where the rest are?" And right. I'm always just like, "Nah, you're not gonna have anything that important to me, man." Because there's no hard pieces in this game. Yeah. So I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I usually don't. For this, I have been because I'm like, whatever. I'm, I'm being more critical. I might as well try and get them or get a little bit of help. I don't really care about the money. But I, I left two of them behind. So. Uh, I or think um, I think the 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 last big puzzle room is the one where you have to draw on the map mm-hmm. and then the platform you were on will follow that line. Now, if you go and draw some weird stuff or if you were already drawing notes, like I was of being like one, two, three, four for the switches, it will take those as a path. So if you get too close, then it'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go on this number four path. I'm like, no, we're not doing that right now. 
Yeah, this is such a cool idea, and it just worked like garbage. Yeah. Um, I love the idea, though. Yeah, no, no, it was, it was, it was great. But yes, garbage. It did like the. It doesn't work the way that the boat works on, on the ocean. It's not that that clean. It, like, if you cross a path anywhere nearby it could think that that's the beginning of the path like no no that's the very end the very end is right there you're not you're like nope this is where i'm going no no stop that's not where you're supposed to go erase just erase the whole path start again make sure that none of your lines intersect or get anywhere near each other and maybe they'll move the direction you want which seems <laughs> silly because like we know the boat can do this. Yeah. Yeah. They but don't, it, they... but it's, it's two different lines. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the, the boat line is different than your note line. They, sure. they, don't... they didn't bother doing it on this. They should have it where if you're standing on the block, then you can have a pen icon that like, okay, now we start the thing. But as it stands, the block has to look for some part of the line for it to begin. At some at one point, I had to get off of the block and get back on to even get it to register what I was doing because it would move, like, a couple, you know, pixels and then, like, oh, I can't, and then and then start again. And like, okay, I'm just going to leave the room. Give again, you a minute to is, calm down. This is the the curse of these novel ideas where you're like, oh, yeah, that'll be a real fun thing. But we didn't actually make solid systems to support that as being like a game mechanic. You know, it's just it was just a fun idea. Uh, fortunately, again, this is this is one little puzzle room. It's just kind of like this could have been this could have been great. Mm -hmm. But instead, it was just sort of like, yeah, but it started to like break at the seams a little bit. You know? <laughs> Yeah, also, I, I kept falling asleep during this, where I'm just like, hurry, hurry. Oh, I missed my chance to shoot the eyeball. Oh, now I have to go all the way back. I have to restart. I'm going to bed. <laughs> this is done. Once we go through all of that, um, I'd said before, and maybe we still will have some, the fact that we have to carry the boss key has not been that big of a deal because we do get the boss key at the beginning of the area and then we have to go through and draw through it again to carry it to the platform. Yeah. But in my mind I can I think first dungeon episode 2 I was saying I'm nervous about how far we're going to have to drag this and fortunately mm -hmm. we have not had to do that for very far yet, so far. The worst when we the worst has been in the temple of of the the ocean king or ocean god or whatever when we've had yeah to use carrying the, those the, the, the triangles or whatever the second dungeon it was in the same room like like it, we mm -hmm. we went ten feet I I was like whoa okay we it got easier than the first dungeon I for, I meant to bring that up I totally forgot about just how like a much of a shrug that was. And this is we're, we're going to keep saying this, better. and then yeah, we're going to keep being like, "Oh, this is so easy," and then the next one is going to be the most annoying, right? Uh huh. That's how it typically works. So whatever, um, as long as we with, start off back in that temple every beginning of every episode, I'm ah just waking up mm, on the right side of the bed every episode. So, our new boss, Crake. 
C-R-A-Y-K. And he has little cranklings with him. This is this is this is an interesting battle. Um when we get into there, it is this giant uh what are they called? Um Hermit crab looking scorpion thing. Hermit crab. Yeah. Hermit uh, crab, yeah. Yeah, uh, the the Paris. Parasect, the 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 Pokemon. The Paras- yep. Yeah, the Pokemon Parasect, yes. Yeah. But as soon as we see him, he goes invisible. And we have this very interesting thing that happens where we cannot see him on the bottom screen. And on the top screen, yes. we just see his vision. And in order to stun him, we have to hit him with an arrow. And obviously, we can't see him to aim. So then there, there's a game called Screen Sheet that is specifically this, where it is a, it is a first-person shooter, uh, GoldenEye-style party game, but no one can see anybody. And so the idea is that you have to look at other people's screen to know where they're at. <laughs> and they do this. Um, and it's really cool. Yeah. Like the the rest of the battle just it's kind of, you kind of stumble through it, but it's such a cool idea. It was mm-hmm. one whoever designed this definitely cheated at Halo. Uh, that cannot be <laughs> denied. Um, secondly, yeah, it was just cool to see like you're pu- you're drawing the arrow and you just see the like crake bearing down on you, and it's like okay, yeah, I'm about to shoot you in the face. It's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when it sees you, when it's when it's coming at you, it speeds up too, and it does those like anime speed lines around the side of them um, <laughs> a, a, as it gets near you. So like it'll stumble around and just run. It'll it'll even kill its own uh, as it just runs around the map if it doesn't see you. But as soon as it does, it like locks onto you, and it just like you can see Link like you're trying to aim. You're being like, which way? Okay, am I facing him now? Let go. Um, but if he grabs you, it does that thing where it's just like it it says like rub. I just felt like I couldn't do anything about that. It felt like every time I did it, I'm yeah. like, "Where am I rubbing the bubble that says rub, or am I rubbing Link, or am I rubbing crack?" I couldn't get it. Like I don't out know. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, because um, he once we expose him, then he has like uh, a bunch of little purple spots around the base of his shell mm-hmm. that we have to uh, unhook uh, in order to get the shell off, basically. So I walked into this room being like, all right, up, down, right, left. Let's go. Because it says something about that where it was just like, remember the theme of this dungeon or something like that. And the last room was 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 heavy on that theme. So, yeah. yeah. But the theme was looking at your top screen. I think that's what they meant by that. But that's been the. That was the. And then do we attack the, to the no, right and no, the left? No, uh, uh, no it didn't do anything. I don't know. After we destroy the little purple nodes on him, his his shell cracks, and then uh, we 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 see him as just sort of a I don't know. He's like a scorpion, but instead of a stinger, he just has like this blue ball on the back of him. Yeah. Um, it didn't, it didn't look like a normal weak spot though, which kind of threw me off where I was like, what am I supposed to do with that? How do I, I interact yeah. with that? I, it, this is probably it, the, the most confused I was for this entire fight was this, this phase. It almost looked like an enemy from like Gunstar Heroes or something from like a, a treasure <laughs> game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like <laughs> it, it looked, it looked like you were supposed to hook shot or claw shot the back of him. Yeah. I tried to boomerang the back of him. I think he just said from what to run around yeah, him. 
I I would hit him with an arrow, and that would like he would he would do like a block animation, and he mm-hmm. would just sit there for a second, and that gave me enough time to run around the back of him and swipe the back of his tail. Yeah, this felt like Goma in Twilight Princess, the uh, the joke part at the end. Yeah, it it felt it, the all the all the the momentum that you had and the the interesting thing they were doing with this boss battle just dies at the end of it. I'm just like, why 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 am I doing this now? It, you you had something so cool at the start of this, yeah, and then it just dissolves into yeah. nothing. Anyways, that's crack. Um, <laughs> we crack. we we beat him. Uh, we when we beat him, we get another two minutes of sand. Another container, uh, another treasure chest with a heart in it. Mm. But then we get a new fairy friend. And for whatever reason, they're like, uh, that looks like me. And they're acting weird. And the music is different. And it doesn't talk. And it's all weird. He doesn't say anything. Uh, I don't even think they said, did they say its name? Um, um, I don't no. know any no. of their names. No. No, each of them have names except for this one. So this is, this the spirit is supposed of to be a a green uh fairy, I assume. Zelda logic would say as much. We've gotten a red one, we got a blue one. Those yes. corresponded to the uh power and wisdom. Now we've gotten the courage, so this should be fair or But no, it's it's an empty spirit, I guess. It doesn't have its color. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It's it's weird. And that's where we're going to leave this episode. Um, in in the next episode, we are going to finish the Goron Temple. Going to meet some Gorons, maybe. Probably. Although, who knows? The Gorons could be long dead, and this is a temple based on them. So, anyways. Go do that. Meet back here, and we'll talk about it on Channel of the Wild.